We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hour three of the program, Coach Show will have his conversation with Mike Tatillier and Bobby Bear a little bit later this hour. Sports Libs, Glenn Gilbo of USA Today in the Gannett, Louisiana, to talk some LSU football in just a second. You know, it's it's interesting this time of year. It happens every year where it's kind of overreaction season for football fans. Just got done two hours talking about how every little thing that the Saints do or don't do is turned into an absolute crisis, like a code red crisis. Well, Taysom Hill throws an interception, regardless if it's his fault or not. Oh, watch out. Saints give up 34 points in a preseason game when most of their first and second stringers either aren't playing or not playing much. Oh, watch out. Saints defense is going to be terrible. Drew Brees, a couple interceptions in practice. Oh, man. Watch out. Same things happens with LSU. In fact, you could almost say the same thing happens with LSU to a greater degree. Joe Burrow didn't practice yesterday. Oh, boy. Watch social media light up defenders don't practice a few times last week oh yeah it's crisis time on lsu's campus everybody's waiting for that game in austin against texas and right now tiger fans salivating over every little morsel of news they can get from lsu football camp to help us sort out reality from well the hype or the overhype or the overreaction is as promised, Glenn Gilbo of the Gannett, Louisiana, and USA Today out of Baton Rouge at LSU Beat Tweet. Glenn, how you doing tonight, buddy? Good evening, Seth. How are you? I'm great. And kind of like we introed there, seemed like uh, LSU fans in full crisis mode when Burrow didn't practice yesterday. He was back at practice today, Glenn? Uh, I'm not sure. No, he was not at practice today as far as, as, far as I know. He's supposed to be back uh, later in the week. But it's uh, you know it's a minor injury, and um, Coach O, unlike a lot of coaches, has been pretty accurate when he and candid and truthful when he talks about injuries. So uh, you know I do think it was a minor injury, and he'll be back uh, pretty soon. So what are you seeing at camp? I don't want to I don't want to spoil or poison the well here with you. What, what's standing out to you, good and bad? Well, you know I, I don't I don't think the injuries are are very significant. Um, the, um, in a way it's, it's a good thing that some of the injuries or to veterans like Grant Delpit, because if I had to pick one player who probably doesn't need to practice much, <laughs> it would be Grant Delpit. <laughs> right. Now, you know, Caleb on he needs to get back out there, but there's, there's plenty of time, you know, and, 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 and these guys stay in shape all year. So camp's not like what it was, back in the day when you got to get back in shape. So <clears throat> there's no reason to press the uh, the panic button there. And I think O was right when he said, uh, you know, if there was ever a good time for Joe to be hurt and miss a couple of practices, it, w- it was now so they can get Brennan in there with the first team when it's still a far way out from um, from the opener. But, um, you know, they don't, they don't really let you watch – practice here so basically all the guys do is take a role when they go to practice but um you know i, I think um 
the pass offense is going to be pretty good this year with Joe Burrow coming back and with Ensmeyer coming back. You know, there's some continuity. And an interesting thing O said after the scrimmage Saturday is that he was happy to see the defense play well in the scrimmage because they were getting sliced up during the week by Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow slicing up this LSU defense. That kind of, I guess, pretends well for what may happen this regular season. You mentioned the offense. We're going to see a new one. I kind of believe that too, Glenn, because I don't think they're they're le- they're going through you know hours of practice time with this new offense just to fool the media, right? I mean, this is something that, gosh darn, it's actually going to happen this year. That this new LSU offense we've been dreaming for for the last decade, decade and a half. You know, I, I don't think the offense is going to be that new. I think it'll be better than that. It'll be good. You know, that, that's that's the key thing that an offense needs to be, and especially an LSU pass offense. It, it just needs to be good. It doesn't have to be different. I mean, LSU people have been talking about the spread like it's a new offense. LSU was running the spread in 2001 with Rohan Davey. You know, Jimbo Fisher ran some spread at LSU. They've been running spread for years now if they do it a little differently okay but none of that matters you know maybe they ran the spread under Jefferson and Jennings it it, it didn't work you know I think what matters about this year is that Joe Burrow is a good quarterback and for the first time in 10 years they have the same starting quarterback and same offensive coordinator from the year before you know and then Smigger did a really good job with Burrow last year after just getting him in June by the end of the season, they, they had a pretty good offense going with Burrow running and passing. So now he's had them for the whole year in spring, and uh, I think they're going to be pretty good. But it's not going to be because of Joe Brady or some new offense. It's going to be because of Burrow and Ensminger. I've always thought that you mentioned staff continuity. I thought I always thought that was underrated on the college level, and it seems like Coach Joe, very familiar, very comfortable with the guys he actually has on the staff. Now, I know there's so much talk about Brady, but Glenn, I always thought it was the guys who actually are coming back, especially Dave Aranda, some of the other assistants that's more important than Joe Brady was. Sounds like you might kind of oh, agree no there. Question. Oh, yeah, no question. I, I think, you know, LSU has been so they, – they had so much trouble with the pass offense that they just cling to something new every summer. And, uh, you know, two summers ago it was Matt Canada. And then, you know, that, that blew up. So, you know, if he'd have been given a chance, maybe he, he could have done better. Uh, and then and then last year, you know, they were all excited about Joe Burrow and, and, and uh, not having Canada. Now, this year it's all Joe Brady, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with you. They, they need some continuity on offense, particularly the pass offense. And they, and they finally have it with uh, Burrow and Ensminger, you know. I mean, every year it's been a different quarterback. Um, and and the last year they had a really good quarterback was 2013 with Zach Mettenberger because he had started in 2012 and started to gain ground late in the season, particularly the Alabama game in 12. Now Burrow, you know, he really got good later in the season. Now he's back for 2013. So that's why they're going to be good on the pass offense, regardless of how many guys they have wide or how much they throw to the tight end. They're going to be good because the quarterback's good. 
Let's talk to Glenn Gilbo, covers LSU for the Gannett, Louisiana, and USA Today here on The Last Lab. And Glenn, we know Burrow's only going to be as good as, well, he's, he's protected, right? I've heard some pretty good things about the offensive line. We know Cushenberry's anchoring that in the middle. Uh, I've heard good stuff about Adrian McKee, even Austin Deckelis uh, this year. He had his problems both at camp and then in game action that he saw previously. How's that offensive line in your mind shaping out? Yeah, and Sadiq Charles is a, is a good left tackle. But, you know, um, they, um, I think they could be a decent offensive line, but you know, I don't see any first-rounders on this offensive line. But, see, that's another thing. Burrow is not as dependent on a good offensive line as, say, Mettenberger was because he can really run. And, uh, and the thing I do like that Brady and Ensminger are trying to do is, you know, they're going to try to get rid of the ball fast, which is right out of the Saints. Um, so that'll help even if their line is not that good because, uh, you know, they don't have an offensive line that can line up with the Alabamas and the Clemsons. Maybe they can line up with most of the other teams on their schedule this year. But, you know, they're going to have to get crafty and have some finesse, and Burrow's going to have to be a dual-action threat. And, and that's what he was, particularly against A&M last year. How good's John Emery going to be, Glenn? Well, I, I think he's going to be very good. I, I think he's probably going to be the starter before too long. You know, there's there's a lot of talk about Clyde Edwards. He's having a good camp, they say. But um, I, I think you're mainly going to see John Emery at tailback this year. It's amazing that we're talking about that group. You mentioned Edwards Hilaire. Uh, Chris Curry, we'll see about him. Uh, even uh, Leonard Fournette is in that group. Last year we were talking, I was talking to Mike Scarver about this last week, seemed to be kind of like, oh boy, doom and gloom with that group. So much depth, right, Glenn, this year? I mean, there's a handful of guys that are going to see carry C actions this year. Well, yeah, but it's not going to be more than two. You know, I think it's going to be John Emery and one other guy. And and that might be Clyde Edwards or, or it could be somebody else. Maybe Price, uh, uh, Davis Price? Possibly. Um, you know, that's summer talk when you start hearing about four and five uh, running backs playing and you start hearing about two deep offensive line. Usually it doesn't happen that way. But um, they do. You know, last year they were okay at, at running back. Nick Brissett and Clyde Edwards, they were serviceable in my opinion. I think they've they're gonna you're gonna see a step up in in quality this year with with Emory. You know he's a little closer to Geis and Fournette though he's not you know he's not there yet. All right, Glenn, you've covered this team for a very long time. The expectations here, not just locally, nationally, they're in the top eight everywhere, top six and some. Everybody has them as a playoff contender. You buying it? I do, I do. Um, you know, I usually don't buy a lot of things during the summer, but um, I think that uh, particularly because of uh, of Burrow and they were turning a very good defense. Aranda, you know, is entrenched there. You know, this is his fourth year at LSU. They have talent at wide receiver. They have, they, they have elite talent everywhere on the field except the offensive and defensive lines. The defensive line is better than the offensive line. It's pretty good. You know, an offensive line could be could be solid, but I mean, I think they have enough to lose less than three games this year, which would be the first time since since 2011. I think they're they're going to be on the cusp of maybe making the playoffs. They're going to be right there. I think they'll lose two or less. I, I think they have a very good chance of winning every one of their games except Alabama. 
Glenn, I always love talking to you, man. Uh, you bring in the most objective, level-headed coverage to this program, I think. Anybody I talk to, uh, really appreciate it, and thanks for coming on again tonight. All right, thank you. I enjoyed it. All right, Glenn Gilbo, at LSU Beat Tweet on Twitter. Please give him a follow. And like I said, I always like the people who are the most level-headed, the most objective about any of the sports teams' programs that we cover, and I really mean that about Glenn. He's that for LSU and LSU football. 504-260-1870. That's the phone number. Our text line is 870-870. Before we go to break, let's go ahead and give Joe in Mandeville a shot here. Joe, Joe, are you going to apologize for trying to call me out on air last week when you were wrong? Was I right? You were, you were wrong. You were saying Jamal Adams wasn't a top 10 pick, and then he hung up on me. He was. He was pick six. No, you kept saying he was four, and I said he was not four. Okay. But anyway, let me get to this point real quick. It's very important. Gilbo keeps bringing up about Joe Burrow's improvement in the last half of the season. Did you look at the games? It's against Rice. Arkansas, A&M, which you lost, and UCF with a backup quarterback, okay? Is that an improvement as a quarterback? I don't think so. I mean, it Joe was Burrow compared to the midseason. Not a top 10 quarterback. Top 10 in what? Top 10 in the SEC? Yeah. Top 10 in the country? No. I, I agree with you there. <laughs> it was said that he was a top 10 quarterback in the country. He's not even top five in the SEC. Well, hold on. Who said yeah, that? I didn't hear. I didn't. I didn't hear Glenn Gilbo say that. I heard Glenn say he's a very good quarterback. I didn't. Did Glenn say that? I miss in that interview where Glenn said top ten in the country. Come on. Not on this show. On another station. Well, he, I'm, I'm only going to hold uh, Glenn to what he writes about and says on the show. Come on, you can't take shots at my guests like that, Joe. You got to bring facts here. You got to show me exactly and bring the audio to that one. Yeah, nobody will let me talk to Gilbo. Because he's out there promoting Joe Burrow, and there's nothing to bring home about it. Come on, look at the last four games. He against Rice. Surely you're going to be It's sad, him, Joe. It's Rice. facts. I don't. You're arguing. I think we're on the same side of this argument. I don't think Joe Burrow is a top ten quarterback in the country. And I've written stuff and done shows trying to tamp down the hype here on Burrow. But I didn't have any problem with what Glenn Gilbo said on this interview on this station. Did you disagree with anything he said about Joe Burrow tonight? Yeah, he's hyping him. He said he's going to be a better quarterback than he was last year, that he's going to be a competent quarterback for LSU. You don't think he's going to be competent? You don't think he's going to be better than last year? Uh, we'll see. I, well, I guess we'll see, Joe. I guess we'll see. I pulled up his game logs, and, yeah, the last four game, uh, four games, it's been much talked about, the 10 touchdowns, one interception, but I'm looking at his rating over the last four weeks. looks like it was about 182. His completion percentage during that time was in the mid-60s. I mean, it was. It was Arkansas Rice, Texas A&M, and, yeah, UCF in that New Year's Bowl game. I don't. I mean, I have talked about a lot his struggles in the four games in the middle of the season and why it does concern me, but look, come on, Joe. That's, that's, now, now you're being unfair. I think I am as fair to you as any host on this station. I love when you call. I like the contradictory talk. But if you're just on the Joe Burrow hate wagon, I don't know why you're on that. I can see why you're not on, like, the Joe Burrow for Heisman wagon, but come on. But I appreciate the call, Joe. 504-260-1870. Text line is 870-870. Coach O coming up in about 15 minutes also as the last lap continues on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.